1: Hey guys, welcome to another Happy Hour edition of Reality Bites. I am here with my guest co-host, Sophia Alexandra. Whoop whoop! And um, I am super excited about our interview guest for today, Gabe Leadman. Hi! Much acclaimed TV writer, <laughs> stand-up comedian. He's worked on all your faves, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, just recently Broad City, and his fiance.
2: Um, We're married husband. now. Oh <laughs> my husband. god, congratulations. Yes. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Daniel Zamp- Zamparelli. Yep. Zamparelli. I asked before and I did it perfectly and then I just flubbed it just for the show. <laughs> don't doubt yourself. Uh, you psyched yourself, yourself out for it. <laughs> you're a poet and then you recently released your first work of fi- of fiction. Yep. Everything,
3: it, Everything is awful and you're a terrible person. I love that title
1: so much. <laughs> Okay, what you just said felt personal, <laughs> yeah. but it also felt true. <laughs> it applies
2: to so yeah. many people. Yeah.
1: So, first of all, cheers, courtesy cheers. of Wink. Um, cheers. That was an air cheers, you guys, because we were just <laughs> by distance, not yeah. so far apart. <laughs> um, this is uh, Brethren of the Road, a nice Riesling courtesy of Wink. So, go to trywink.com. And I don't try. even like wine, and this is really good. Yeah. It's
2: really good. It's way better than the Riesling we had earlier this week.
3: Uh, I thought you
1: were going to say earlier before we came to this podcast. (laughs) I wish.
3: I love happy hour and Gabe does not. Gabe's not as on board as happy hour as I
2: am. Daniel's a drinker. I'm a stoner. That's Um, true in my
1: relationship, too. Totally. I'm the stoner and my boyfriend's the drinker. Same.
2: Yeah. I mean, I do both.
1: Because sure. Sure. I'm sure. human I'm not sure. a monster What <laughs> yeah. am I going to Turn <laughs> but, down for fun yeah. But I, I know Where my bread's buttered
2: Yeah exactly It's
1: a nice balance Don't you find that In your yeah. relationship Like I think so
3: Totally Yeah he pours himself Like, every night, he'll pour himself a glass of wine, but then not drink it, and then he'll be like, can you finish this? I'm like, yes. (laughs) Yeah, totally.
1: Actually, what you don't know right now is their glasses are sitting next to them, and Gabe's is almost completely full. Totally (laughs) full, yeah. And his husband's glass is almost completely not full. (laughs) So, here you go. Oh, thank you. And you're wearing a white shirt, and you're wearing a black shirt. I know. Oh, my God, opposite. It's truly... (laughs) Opposites attract, you guys. <laughs> so, okay, so let's just jump into your your meet cute. You met on Twitter.
2: We met on Twitter. Um,
1: oh my god! And it's resulted in a marriage. In a marriage, of like yeah. Finding yeah. out that one of you is like still married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was
2: totally above board. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it was like two, a little over two years ago, and someone. Yeah. Did us in like a follow Friday mm. chunk of people. Yeah. That resulted in some joking and then flirting.
3: Y- yeah.
1: You guys followed each other and then it was just kind of on. I
3: followed him. The. So Gabe at that time, them. yeah, Gabe at that time was only get, allowing himself to follow 666 numbers of oh, people. Oh, yes, I was <laughs> one of
1: them. I was a <laughs> purist. There's a so, 420 contingent. Yeah. There's a 666 I was contingent. a 666, and 666 person. And all of you yeah. need to be punched in your balls. Yes. <laughs> <Immediately>.
2: <laughs> I've gotten past it. I'm following about a thousand people yeah. now. But he did... Uh, you for opening your heart. I, yeah. <laughs> he did follow me on
3: Instagram. Like, he, he figured out yes. a way to, to not invest heavily. But actually, one of the first... No. Yeah. You're Inve- like, oh, I waste invested the follow visual. On that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> and I could tell he had, we had, when we finally started direct messaging each other on Twitter, I could tell he had gone deeper down besides mm. Instagram on, like, he had done, like,
2: some Google searches. Some heavy Hell yeah. research. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: What'd you find in your heavy research? Was it the poet thing?
2: The poet thing, yeah.
1: Did you think that was like super hot that he's like a legit modern poet?
2: Yes. Oh my God. I barely <laughs> I knew. Think it's hot. It's I think totally like,
3: hot. It's like an yeah. vintage thing. You, you haven't eat. met enough poets. It's oh my gross. God. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> it's gross. But
2: I barely knew that people like him wrote poetry. Like young people, that's what I'm saying. I had no idea.
1: Long dead people,
2: exactly. And
1: the fact that he's like a modern, alive person who like has made money with his poems, yeah, that (laughs) just made me wet right now. He's gay, you know what I mean? What am I doing? Like
3: that's amazing.
2: Totally, yeah. You see the appeal. (laughs) Also, it's like you wanna like be with someone who has their own whole world. And I yes, just yes. had no idea yeah. about his world. That's
1: yeah. so sexy. Cause yeah, like, he's telling you shit. You've literally could never know. I had know no about idea. Him, you never met him.
2: Totally. Exactly.
1: What was, so, what was your, like you were turned onto the comedy thing or um, what did you find about? I just it?
3: thought he was funny on Twitter. Like his, his humor was similar to mine. So like, I appreciate it just, and then, um, when he, like we followed back and forth on Instagram and, he just kind of seemed cool. Uh-huh. and <laughs> I buy after, it. <laughs> after, yeah. after we finally started direct messaging, I started to learn more. Like, I realized that I'd seen Obvious Child and that he was in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, like, over time found out he was a stand-up comedian. And
2: It also was cool to me to be talking to someone on Twitter who didn't know that I did stand-up, because, like, yeah. that was, like, what I was doing. Or, you know, it felt like everyone... If I was getting messages from strangers, it was, like, compliments on my work, which is obviously the best thing in the world. Right. But I wasn't getting, like, flirted with.
1: Mm. Or it was, like, a uh, kind of career friend stuff. Yeah. That, yes, That totally. kind of exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I had tons of... Yeah, and, like, I mean, Twitter is, like, great for comedians. It's, like, such a huge right. community of comedians there. I feel like... I love it. Yeah. It's, like, we're the ones using it. Yeah, you start most, to think I it's
1: think. just comedians. Yeah, totally. <laughs> In our world, it really is. Yeah, and then there's just a couple of crossovers that are like, oh, actors who happen to also be funny, or right. like, nuclear physicists that also right. happen to be funny. It right. is like, and the now only... it's like
2: journalist who tells the truth, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, Those are the only. Twitter people has changed we, so much. Yeah. yeah, we
1: follow it all.
2: Yeah.
3: So, so
2: yeah, it was back when Twitter was fun and flirty, basically yeah, exactly. before the election. And I, I will
3: say one thing that uh, one of the first joke tweets I had at him was that um I will probably eventually marry Gabe mm-hmm. Liebman. Oh, that's yes. so cute. And his yes. reply back was ready.
2: Ready. Oh and my we God. hadn't met yet. <laughs> and
3: you said
1: Gabe married instead of gay Mary? I said yeah. gay
3: married, yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> cuz by that time there was still not fully American legal. Really? Oh yeah,
2: I remember texting you when it was legalized. Yeah, cuz it we had a serious <laughs>
3: talk on our relationship the night before it got legalized and then the next day it happened, and I was like, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you so so yeah. funny I
1: ready? I had a joke in my act about this. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, you know, like sending thoughts and prayers to gay people that were just like fucking somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the day was ratified, woke up in that bed being like,
2: Ooh. oopsies. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I did not mean that <gasps> thing I said. Yeah.
1: When did you take it offline?
2: Uh, uh, a couple months in. And what? you,
1: what cities were you in at the time?
2: I was in LA. He was in Vancouver.
1: Oh wow. So.
2: Which sounds far away, but it's kind of close. Did you move to America <laughs>
1: for Gabe?
3: Um, we're in the process of it. So.
1: So you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. You're um, here. Are yeah. you supposed to be here? <laughs> I'm Are on i I'm on a He's vacation on visa. <laughs> False alarm.
3: I'm on a vacation visa, and we're in the green process, green card process, and I got my medical, so I don't have like communicable diseases that uh-huh. I'm bringing from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we were all so scary. Yeah. I know. I mean, I was. Um, Stop hitting on us. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> I don't have literacy. Uh, the when we. So yeah, I was in Vancouver and he was in um LA and he sent me we finally switched to text messaging cuz we were mm. talking an intense amount just for DMs. Yeah. Um and then he threw out the idea of coming visiting me in Vancouver and I panicked and said no. Yeah. That's right.
2: <laughs> Wait, what?
3: Cuz it was yeah. It was fun flirting and um I guess I still had like guards up about a lot of things, and I just I had mentioned to him that I was like I don't want you to like come here just for me because it's like I'm not that special like don't
2: don't worry Which about is, like, it. Just like the cutest thing, it made me try so much harder. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I didn't take no for an answer. No,
3: probably. so then he you said you took no for an answer for like maybe four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then you sent the longest text messages, yeah. like several of them, being like. I, I'll get my own hotel room. If you don't like me, I will just go away and don't worry about it. Like you, there's no pressure. It's just, I like just, he's like, this will be nothing for me. It's not a big deal. And right. just calm me down. And he's like, mm-hmm. please take the chance. And I was like, okay. Yes. That's so sweet. Oh, so
1: yes.
2: intense. Yeah. You were
1: such a sweetie pie. <laughs> yeah. I try to make him so comfortable.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could tell that he was, nervous obviously yeah yeah i'm an anxious person i was nervous but i also just didn't think it was a huge deal like i guess i wasn't thinking i mean this was a time when i was working like 80 hour weeks 10 months out of the year and just like had this most of our chatting was like during this like rare two-month break where I had, like, all this money and all this time and mm-hmm. no one, you know, I was, like, going on some dates, but nothing was, like, exciting, and, I, and then I would be, like, coming home and texting him, mm. and I was just, like, who gives a fuck about it? It just, a two-and-a-half-hour flight to me just didn't seem like a big deal, but... So, like,
1: I've wasted more than that this week on
2: people. Literally. Yeah. That's I how I feel... definitely said that. I was, like, I've spent more than this flight on shit that I hate, you know? Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I don't actually care. Like, why don't we just try?
1: Yeah,
2: what were you afraid of? Um, I had, I feel like
3: I was still afraid of dating stuff because I had some bad dating stuff before. Uh huh. And I'm generally an anxious person, so like the thought popped into my head. I was like, "What if he's like an abuser?" Like they're just like, oh, like, oh my god, like I, because my anxiety sends me into like really bad. Uh, like, worst-case imme- scenario. That's what it goes to worst-case scenario right. immediately.
1: Somebody. So it's not foreign to me
3: to, like... Yeah. Think Especially online. Part. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's like, I know nothing about yeah. this person. They're he's flying all the way, show which is, up. Like, yeah. a, like, could be either... A friend said it best where he's, like, if the person comes and flies and does this grand gesture and they're um, and they're a monster, it's creepy. But if they fly and do this big gesture it's and they're nice, romantic. it's super romantic. And so right. it's, like, there's that flip side of the coin. Uh-huh. Right. right. And I was like, if I just go there and meet him for like like I would just like eventually I'll end up in LA and maybe just go have a lunch with him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that was that's more how I would have envisioned just meeting. Where
1: him. you can control the situation yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Real talk, how many poems have you written about Gabe?
3: He made it into uh, That's my uh, hey, favorite question. question. Me and my friend wrote a book called Romcom, uh, which is a book of poems entirely made up uh made up a surrounding rom-coms and rom-com culture. Fuck,
1: I missed... How did I miss this?
3: It's so good. That
2: sounds amazing. These poems are amazing.
3: Yeah, so I have a poem in there for Obvious Child that uh, starts talking about Jenny's character, but then
2: flips and jumps over to his character.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. That's amazing. It's very
2: sweet. And it was a surprise. When I was reading the book, I was like, Yeah, I didn't tell him. Is it dope that you're both
1: writers, but you have kind of different genres or... Yeah. Yes, so you kind of speak the same language, but you're not in completely the same world. Yeah, because it's
3: the way, like, if we have ideas or anything, the way we see them, they split off in Uh a nice way.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel about talking about stuff with my husband. Yeah, her husband's he's like a screenwriter that writes like uh, drama and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's cool because we get each other, but we don't think about things the same way at all.
2: Right. Yeah. And we usually agree. I mean, not always, but mostly taste-wise, we agree. Yeah, we have like similar tastes. We have a
1: big Venn diagram overlap, but then there's some stuff we don't agree on, which makes it more interesting.
2: Kind of totally. Yeah.
1: So okay, so you do. So the first meeting went great, right? It went
2: great. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) We hooked up. We watched Bring It On.
1: (laughs) Yes. Bring It On so much. Wait, when did you start falling in love, or when did you fall in love?
2: Um. It. Well, we had our first date, and then we didn't see each other for like a couple months. Yeah, because I had a lot of work. To do. Was that hard? Yeah, I had
3: a, I had an intense amount of work to do, and meeting him was really great, but it still also stressed me out because it's mm-hmm. like,
1: what is this? Like, what is this?
3: Yeah. It's so long. Yeah, These and things. I was like,
2: I'll be back next week. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, didn't you're give so a shit at all. You're down. <laughs> I, was like, I was so do I down. Do?
3: <laughs> yeah, I booked my. <laughs> to, like, because I was like, I clearly like you, but he was like, can I book the next flight? And I, I said no. I'm like, I'm way too busy, but I'll book my flight to see you. But mm. my flight was like, no, I wasn't free until June. Right. Mm-hmm. That was like
2: April, and we saw it and then June. Yeah. yeah.
1: Were you commu? And you were communicating, texting the whole time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He was clearly. Bu- I could tell he was bummed out by it, and then I like confirmed that many like probably a year later yeah <laughs> um
1: but you, you needed the safety i needed
3: you know, the safety, safety and i months. genuinely was overworked at the time and i just
1: he had to write some fucking poems sophia
2: <laughs> that's right <laughs> i had a lot he's going like, on he's like
1: bitch i was thinking in iambic pantomime yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't have time for this
3: garbage yeah yes <laughs> um and then along that two-month process we were texting constantly and it like kind of clicked in my brain that I was like oh the only person I want to like talk to when at the end of the day is this guy yeah and you
2: were
1: already doing that I was already doing that yeah other people
2: totally That's so yeah cute. I feel then, like sometimes yeah.
1: the multiple dating thing really shines a light on the person that you really want to be for with.
2: sure yeah it's impossible to like not compare right people and also like I went on so many first dates with no second date Yes, I did that a lot too. I was like, I was doing like a numbers game or something. Mm -hmm. And like, I, you just like, I just like had gut feelings about everyone immediately. And Mm -hmm. I'm probably misjudged some people along the way, but you know.
3: I mean, it paid off. (laughs) It
2: paid off. Yeah, (laughs) totally. But you also like know like pretty soon. Do
1: I want to spend more time with this person? And if the answer is no, like
2: next. Next. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So June was also amazing.
2: June was
3: amazing. I came here and we, um I learned so many lessons about LA. Like you can't walk everywhere.
2: <laughs> oh my god! That I was walked bad.
3: for four hours because Google Maps said it was an hour long walk to somewhere. Four hours. What?
2: He went. Wa- wa- he like, <laughs> we live in Silver Lake, <laughs> and he wanted to like check out WeHo. And I was oh like, no. definitely, you should. And he was like, I think I'm just going to walk over there when it you're at work. June. And I was like, um, I don't think that's a good idea, but I didn't want to be like pushy. So I only said it was a bad idea once. I didn't want to like be a bitch. But I was like, <laughs> this is going to be hell for him. Oh, no. And he totally did it, and it sucked.
3: I mean, it was fine. It was just weird that it was four hours. I was like... Google Maps lied. I, <laughs> yeah, totally. I checked it a year later because I was still freaked out by it. But Google Maps, Maps still thinks said I'm, I'm and, a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, is that yeah. what it was? You it it in wasn't in, walking? Was walking. Yeah, because it, it should be
2: like a half hour drive. It thinks or... I'm a sprinter. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also like, just oh, a California gnarly walk. Bolt. Yeah. Like, that's not But yeah, we
3: did that and... Then it became like back and forth. And then on the night... That was, I think the... Last night before I left, I said to him um, we're walking and I said it's really weird because it feels like it's always been this way and mm-hmm. that it's always going to be this way.
2: Oh, it's so sweet. Oh my yes. God.
1: yes. This is why you're the poet. It's
2: so <laughs> That's great. Yeah.
1: Did you feel like that with Max? I feel like when I realized that we were going to be together forever is when I was like what did I do before we were together <laughs> like, like I know I had a whole life that was like different right. and then just like kind of picking I couldn't like pick apart our connections like I was like if we were to break up right now like how would we divide our lives and I literally couldn't picture it I was just like I guess I would still hang out with his parents
3: right I was like, I interesting I was like how the fuck do I get out of this I guess I'm still coming for Hanukkah, I don't yeah. know. Um, so yeah,
1: and then I think I was like, oh, I think like this is the first time in my whole life I can picture myself being with this person like when I'm old, and thinking like that that's like truly ha- like happiness. Yeah, right. And that's I, when I was like, oh, this is different. It's not my other relationships. It's like not a boyfriend. Right. I feel like that with my. I've been uh, with. My boyfriend sent for almost a year now, and it it, it to- that sentiment that you expressed is totally like what what was it even yeah, yeah. it just feels
3: like this. It was is- very weird to me. It like threw me off because I've been in like very long term relationships before, and it was like in those ones I was like, well, we'll probably be together for seven years, and then I'll just like <laughs> like get out.
2: Like- <laughs> I always thought that in relationships too. I was like, oh, this will be like a just like for now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or, yeah, when you
1: can't totally envision the like future. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like, totally.
3: Oh. Now it's like, if I ever, the thought of, like, if we ever broke up, I'm like, I will scorch this earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel yes. Like I will be that. I will be evil um, <laughs> from Buffy the Vampire Slayer when. Uh, evil Willow? Ooh. Evil Willow. Yeah, I would evil Stark Willow, willow the <laughs> shit out of this. Especially LA.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm trying to work on this bit that doesn't quite work yet, but that's about basically how, like, when guys ask, like, sometimes they're like, Ad my girlfriend's being a real bitch. And I'm, like, kind of walking through, like, what my nights are like, when, like, after my husband goes to sleep, I stay up for, like, another two to three hours just thinking about how horrible my life would be if he died and then I'm like I feel like I'm too attached to him I better stop stop, start like distancing myself emotionally so I'm just like prepared for his death and then like by the time he wakes up I'm like kind of like standoffish and he's like why is she being such a bitch and I'm like I'm getting ready for my life without you because I love you you stupid bastard
2: you know and it's like there's no way to explain
1: that like I've gone off the deep end while right. he's sleeping
2: you know <laughs> It makes us all so vulnerable. Oh my god. I think that bit's working, by yeah. the way. <laughs> so that was funny as shit. <laughs> just, every show from now on is
1: just you 3
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You guys, I have to interrupt the interview with a super important reminder to check out the new series, The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. It is inspired by the women of Cosmo. You know, the women's magazine that we all love to read. And it follows 320 somethings as they try to make their mark. They're covering sex, politics. It's super zeitgeisty. It tackles all these current issues, everything that's going on in the world right now. And these ladies are going through the ups and downs of adulting, which I think we can all relate to. And the show's about relationships and friendships. And it's feminist as fuck. It is so much like this show, it's ridiculous. And it reminds me of Sex in the City. So really can't get any better than that. It is brave, it is sexy, it is provocative, it is fun, and you should watch it. So watch The Bold Type. Series premiere July 11th and Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Freeform. And now back to our interview. Okay, so when were you like, okay, we need to bridge this distance?
3: Oof. <sighs> um, I remember six months in, uh, and he, I think that's when we said, like, the L word. Yeah. Lesbian. Ooh, um, Ooh lesbian, yeah. <laughs> Same joke, <laughs> see? <laughs> uh, and I was like, I think this is something very yeah. special to me. And I, I, um, it was me, I guess, that, like, after 10 months, which is very short, 10 or 11 months of dating, it's like, I'm going to propose because we're, we're too miserable apart yeah. and we have to get like, we have to get married so that we can be in each other's countries for right. longer than a, a vacation. Yeah. I
2: think being long distance really made us like talk about it early. Especially like, international. Are we going to do this or not? Yeah.
3: Because yeah. we had talked about it and I thought it would be romantic to surprise them with an, like a proposal. Uh <laughs> Which definitely just stressed him out. It, really? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Wait, tell Wait, us about the yeah, proposal. That story.
2: <laughs> Daniel, like, Pot- it was so sweet. Okay, it was our anniversary. We were on a road trip from LA to Vancouver, the whole coast.
1: Thought you were gonna say on a rowboat. On a rowboat. Already, like, yeah, on a rowboat. <laughs> Little Mermaid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't speak. Um, <laughs> uh, and it was the it night was, we were in Seattle. Yeah. So it was
3: the night before we'd arrive in Vancouver, and I. And I, yeah, I had made a book of all of like our photos and like some of our tweets that kind of that Aww. we first had Which and very cute. Our earlier messages.
2: And I had done the same thing for you, not a book, but I made notebooks and post-its out of sweet tweets and messages that we had sent each other, Aww, including daddy. the one where you said that you were going to marry me, like yeah, the very first one. We both had one. that one in there. Which is very cute. So we had like the same idea for gifts, except for his went a
3: step further. Yeah. On the last page of the book, it said, Will you marry me? LOL. And then he looked at it like, haha. And I was like, No, no, I'm not joking. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, Yes. Of
2: course. Yeah. Yeah. I say oh He all says a lot. Yes. the
3: time.
1: S- were you, like, send? Send, yeah. <laughs> yes, send.
2: Send, exactly. Our wedding invites have
3: <laughs> send on them. Yes! It, that's true. That's yeah. That's
1: so cute. That's Gabe's at the end of every at tweeter, every tweet and Instagram. Insta, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I just write send. Like, I have to send it. It's so stupid. And I've it's like done it It's like archaic internet, which yeah. is what I love. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's so stoops But yeah, I said yes, obviously. Yeah. But I did get scared. I, like... I was, like, not scared of getting married. I was scared that we had only been a... It. Yeah, we had already talked about getting married. I think I was, like, A, never thought anyone would ever propose to me. It's just, like, not something mm-hmm. I, like, pictured at all. I
3: totally It was not a
2: life moment for me. And B, I just... In my mind, I thought it was just gonna be, like, kind of business. Like, we were gonna be, like, we're getting married, right? Okay, let's get married. And then that it was, like, this a surprise like freaked me out but it was really nice like I knew it was nice and I said yes but I did get freaked out as shit yeah. I mean that makes sense I probably <laughs> I probably would have been just as freaked out I was like was and also it was it was a year yeah so that also scared me like I this is like all my therapy is like I care way too much what other people think mm-hmm. constantly and it was just like people are gonna think we haven't been together long enough to get married mm-hmm. and first, that was just like in my head it was so fucked up but right I, I knew I <laughs> said yes. <laughs> so it was just I wanted to. It
1: was just like a year. They it say was a I, year, they yeah. They say that's kind of the sweet spot, actually. A year to, like, two years, I think. Right. Like, scientifically. That's my whole thing about it. Interesting. It's the research. I read too many research studies.
2: See, the research comforts me. I like to hear this. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> yeah. I, my boyfriend was the like. comforts me. Said something about it may be moving faster than that. And I was like, right. no. I was like, we will wait the mand- mandatory yeah. waiting period according to right. science. Because what the fuck? I like if, that. Why not? Right. So anyway, congrats on your scientifically (laughs) endorsed.
2: Engaged in a year and then married a year, a little over a year later. After that, it was
3: supposed to be a two-year-long engagement because we wanted to like figure out our lives. Uh huh. And then Trump
2: won. We got scared. Yeah.
1: Did you wear tuxes to the wedding?
2: We wore suits. What color were they? Suits. Suits. Yeah, we mm, both blue. Mine was like all navy blue. Mine was light blue with. Oh, that's navy blue pants. Like, yeah, I just needed to
1: have like a. Meal. <laughs> and where did you get married?
2: We got married in L.A. at a really nice restaurant called A.O.C.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Which I is know. a really AOC, cute place, it's and
2: they have like a patio. Like small affair, or really was, small. Yeah, yeah which was really nice family.
3: because when before we got scared, um, <laughs> we so had a list, and it was huge. And my Italian family. Um, I thought would be largely homophobic, but the like old people were, they really like 180'd out of nowhere and were so like caring and like, I, love I can't that. wait to come to the wedding. And I was like, mm, you yeah. no. You're not invited.
1: We yeah. thought you were going to be shitty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so put you on the homophobe list. Yeah. And oh gonna... no.
3: So then I added them all to the list, but then after when.
2: Yeah. And then Trump, we got, we were like, there's no, we can't bet on anything staying the same. We just had this like sick feeling.
1: That fucking sucks. Yeah. That so
2: yeah, we were gonna do it like next year and then we were like, no, we should just do it as while it while it's still legal.
1: Because that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Is is if it if it ha- if you get married while well, it's legal regardless of what happens, it still stands. No. Really? Um,
3: but I if I
2: had my green card it would be Oh like, Right. right just, it's the easiest way to like be for immigration. Purposes is if you're married to get gotcha, you know, that's we were were gonna get married no matter what, but it, um, it like four years or no, three years ago, we would have this like Daniel could never be American, I could never be Canadian because you could be Canadian, we had I could be Canadian, but he could never (laughs) be American because there wasn't marriage here yet. I never think of
1: it with that, those repercussions, it totally affects so many other things. Things. Yeah,
3: and it was more the border that scared me more of because the, uh, border guards have like a oh, weird amount of control where they can just decide that you're not allowed in the country. So yeah, there were all
2: these horror stories basically, right when Trump got elected, you know, and and it was people from Canada too. Like I, obviously, r- it's so much scarier to yeah. come from a mil- like any you know of the Islam Mm -hmm. country or Mexico especially also Mm -hmm. but just coming in like you're just at the whim of like whoever's the person you're talking to right there
1: and their interpretation of the law right right fuck
2: so we're like we better lock this down but it, it, small wedding was kind of more our style it was what we wanted in the first place as soon as we started we like as soon as we did that 180 we were like oh shit this rules like yeah just do it at a restaurant. The food is good. Like, none of the shit. You know? It was yeah. kind of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems ideal. How's married life?
3: Good. I mean, nothing's really Same. changed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, you were around each other more. Which I'm we're sure around was each still, other like, yeah. a lot more.
3: That's it true. It took out all the, like...
1: All the anxiety. There was
3: a lot of sad spaces, like, where if I had to be away for three weeks or he would have to be away, and it would, like, it truly suck. And, it totally Aww. sucked, yeah. Uh, that's thankfully not case uh-huh. anymore uh, now it's like we're with each other like too often we like I should find other hobbies but I'm new to LA <laughs> yeah, so like, I like leech you're on. like I'm
1: waiting to have friends so I can leave him
3: <laughs> Right. I'm like keeping like you can like if you want to go hang out with this friend without me you're totally allowed to but also I have nothing to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure totally. but no I pressure. will just be sitting yeah
2: and I'm yeah totally. stewing yeah <laughs> And it's this a, is, like, a rare, like, I have no office job right now or uh-huh. anything. It's, like, we're we're in it. We're in that house together.
3: Which has been kind of That's great kind of for, yeah. It's been great for the wedding and for some of the things that we're working on. And it's been really nice. Yeah.
1: Great. Awesome. So let's talk about your book a little bit. Um, because it deals with a lot. There's a lot of tech elements. Yeah woven in right
3: it's a lot of dating it's a lot of like apps and uh grinder there's Uh, like a
1: youtube star there's
3: a youtube star uh there's one story where uh my character quote unquote uh dates a guy on his dates a guy in his dreams but it can only interpret the dating via his phone so like they've left Uh messages or they've left video of their dates in the dreams Mm mm-hmm Hyper surrealist.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love it. Actually, when I first saw it, I was like, ah, it's like exact. It's like the logline of the sh- of m- this show.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it was so cool. Do you think all that's all the tech influence just came about because it just naturally with the era, or did you make uh, wasn't it more intentional, like that you wanted to deal with that?
3: It was more. Uh, it was intentional. Because I wanted to, I wanted to lay on the table like, what is it, what what are these effects of the internet and being able to communicate with people nonstop, like affecting us? Like, what is Tinder and all that is so weird because you're going through like 50 dates a night. Mm -hmm. Like just meeting somebody's bio essentially is a date of like it's like Mm -hmm. a blind date, and then if you message, another form of date. There's this new form of dating that we have where we're processing humans so quickly Mm -hmm. and deciding like no no blocking them or cutting them out and it's such a weird way to imagine humans that i wanted to kind of see what how we can lay that out in like very weird surrealist text
2: how
1: much of the fiction was like straight up based on your own experiences so much that was my (laughs) next question yes
3: (laughs) a lot um I had to change a lot of names I'm actually in the book so <laughs> there's like whenever I mentioned it's surrounding a lot of the stuff that I've dealt with of course like dating a guy in uh, my dreams doesn't isn't real but um, a lot of the dating and uh, meetups and chats on the phone were
1: inspired by real life yeah yeah um, do you think it'll be kind of in a certain way like a time capsule Th- you know, like when we are over whatever this period of history is somebody will had... read your book, it'll be like trying to understand what it was like to live through like world war one yeah, you know? like
3: because there's there's like a guy who's like grind uh, not grinder troll a uh, Twitter troll, and then the, like a youtube star mm-hmm. and, and grinder itself will like in i feel like in ten years all of this will be so outdated that it'll hopefully be a time capsule
1: yeah. Yeah, it's like a marker of this exact era. Um, so one of the characters uh, in one of the, s- the stories is trying to figure out what he wants out of a relationship and never figures it out, right?
3: Ryan, yeah. Um, or any of them, but Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like expressly, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you guys, what do you think you want out of your r- relationship and is, is that something that you feel like you have a solid handle on. I just thought that was so que- so interesting because it was like uh something I think we all I literally had a conversation with my best guy friend who sometimes guests on this. Um shout out to Dave Rankin. Let's <laughs> blow your shit up right now on this podcast. <laughs> but he like we were essentially talking about like how he's like I think I'm a fuck boy. And like I want help but like I don't know. <laughs> I don't Holy know shit. how to do it. And like Here's the thing, this is a guy that if you're asking me, someone who knows him really well for like seven years, I can tell you that he's like a ready boyfriend. Uh-huh. He, he would does love his sole boyfriend wants it. to a girlfriend. Right. But none of his dating behavior would at all reconcile that vision with what he does. Right. And it's just this interesting thing where if you set him down and you're like, Well, what the fuck do you want? I think he would probably have a hard time answering because the things he says he wants and the things he pursues do not match up. Right. And to me, that's like classic Ryan, having not read your book.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Classic Ryan. Uh, <laughs> but you
1: know what I'm saying, right? We're yeah. like, someone keeps going in because there is a hole and like a hunger. Exactly. But they're not reconciling the image with what kind of relationship they want with what kind of women they're pursuing. Right. Or vice versa for...
3: 'Cause we're all fed that. We're all fed this idea that being in a relationship is the end goal. But like so what if you have somebody who's just headlong for that without any idea of what that relationship will look like, what it's about, what they even care about? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that why that character goes. He goes you meet him only through several dates across the whole book and he just crashes and burns every time. Even when there's somebody who makes him feel nice and who genuinely seems to like him and call him mm-hmm. out. He crashes he um, that's the one where he crashes the hardest. He actually starts to get uh, physically... Uh, in, everyone in the book has like some sort of magical ability, and his skin starts to turn really hot. Uh-huh. And I don't explain it, but I'm giving you some tips. But the uh, character, his superpower was actually... Uh, uh, just his anxiety would turn to physical heat and make his body deeply uncomfortable. Um, and so he had a superpower that did absolutely nothing. And so he had to try and figure out how to get through it, um, through crashing and burning. Yeah,
1: which is like all of us.
3: Yeah, because it's like, well, who's to say like how we know how we figure out what we want in a relationship?
1: Do you think you figured it out?
2: Um, I don't know. We have a lot of the same priorities, which is good. Like, we both and we're we're both like pretty domestic. Yeah, we both really like our families. Uh
1: Do you guys want to start a family?
2: one day yeah it's definitely on the table for us but it's uh, (laughs) no rush (laughs) it's more paperwork than no pressure
1: but I am ready to buy a onesie today oh my god well start the gifts
2: (laughs) you do not need to wait Um, but yeah I mean we have the luxury of not having to like I don't know we can have a kid worry about yeah you don't have a week to stress out about exactly yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah I think we our priorities align which is good and we have fun that yeah. was, like, I think, like, the best, like, we instantly had, like, jokes with each other. Yes. So it, I felt like that was just, like, such a good sign. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, like, when, there was no awkward trying to make a joke and being like, oh, so that's not his Yes. Vibe. And that doesn't age, <laughs> which I think is really right. comforting
1: about it. It's, like, so many things about a person that you fall in love with can change. And sometimes like for the better or for the worse or not even in a qualifying way, but like people change and you hope that you evolve at roughly the same rate as the other person. So you're always growing together. But I think the fear like is that some quality that you shared when you first met won't be there later. And then you'll be like, Oh no, but that's the part I loved about you. Yeah. Right. So I think the thing that's comforting about sharing a sense of humor or like you know, always being able to joke with each other—it's like that's not going to age or go away. Right. Neither of you are going to like change into someone who doesn't enjoy humor, right? You know, <laughs> oh my God, that'd like be so devastating! Funny, and <laughs> you get like hurt in a limerick contest. I don't right, know, right. but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. there's not going to be something that's going to take that connection away, and I think that's really comforting. Yeah, because like physical stuff can go away or change, or like someone can become more reckless or less reckless or things you know, things can change but i think like it is so comforting to find somebody who vibe with because that
2: is right i
1: I, when i was younger i had this fear of things being easy even until really recently actually and so i would just be hesitant if something just seemed too natural Mm -hmm. and comfortable or something but my first date with my boyfriend now was so fun and funny and and just chill and easy Mm -hmm. and i think that's the the thing that you just fall into and that is so yeah it's interesting that i used to think of that as a red flag and now i'm like oh no that's the goal (laughs)
2: right yeah I yeah, think. it's not settling or anything no. or being lazy. It's like, oh, good. It's like cashing in on a good thing.
1: It's ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So you hit a jackpot and you can't believe it. So right. you just don't know how to process it sometimes. It's just right. like, what?
3: That's been, I so feel like good. I've said that to him a lot where I'm like, it feels like unreal. Like it, every time, because it goes so well, it's, yeah, just like once it's going, it, like it keeps going so well and I'm like, this seems like completely impossible to me.
1: Yeah, it's right. just a ruse. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Gabe, uh, I heard on another podcast that one of your first jokes was calling a vagina a meat wallet.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, a wallet made out of steak. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we
1: could go out on our favorite... You're such a dumbass. <laughs> I thought we could go out on our favorite fav euphemisms for genitals.
2: Oh, my God, that's so funny. Okay, I want... To also, are you
1: gonna throw something else in the ring? No, I just want to.
2: I the, I do not think that vaginas are gross. I th- that is like a gay guy thing that I can't get uh, on board with. I didn't
1: even think that. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, okay. meat wallet. I get I'm it. I'm glad you said that. Okay, it's yeah, true. it's like it, a trope. Which yeah, is so yeah. weird.
2: That joke is from like uh, one of the yeah, very first stand-up I did and it was with Jenny Slate uh-huh. and the joke was we just always had a running joke that she was in love with me and that I was obviously gay and the audience knew I was gay and uh, I knew I was gay but know. she just wasn't listening uh-huh. and so she would like she would go on a monologue about like how much you loved me and how we were a perfect match and how you're not supposed to work with your boyfriend but she does and it was super funny and the whole time under her I was like Saying, like, you guys know I'm gay. You can hear my voice. Obviously, she's just not listening, blah, blah, blah. And then it got to that when I picture her pussy, I see a wallet made out of steak. But that was from like, it's so funny to me. But also, it was that that was from when I was like 24 and now I'm like 35. And I'm like, you know, that's a little, I I don't hate (laughs) women. Like, there's something like bitchy and gay about it that sounds like I think women are gross, but I actually don't. So I, I just wanted to say that before to we get into the, the game. I just want to say for the record, okay. I never
1: thought that. Okay, I laughed very hard <laughs> when I heard you say, whatever, steak wallet, meat yes. wallet, whatever Can i was. you what this reminds me of? <laughs> so my old best friend when I was in my 20s and I were fucking this pair of friends that, <laughs> I mean, like we each had one. It wasn't like a sw- swappery situation <laughs> uh, I would argue she ended up with the worst one but honestly who can tell because right. the one I fucked when I was blowing him started cheering me on by going go 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 so honestly that's not ideal <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it's but, so you know to keep going
2: I Sophia was like, right. does
1: he think made this right i was like what the fuck is going on take out a little flag that he's gonna wave i was like this is so weird oh my god Uh, and then so okay that wasn't great but the reason i thought hers was worse is because of two (laughs) things when they were in bed together after fucking one time he was like so your roommate sophia's got those real long fingers and she was like pardon (laughs) and he was like you know she's got you know really long fingers they're real pretty
2: Whoa Who the fuck does wow. that That's Do you crazy. even have long fingers
1: I do But nothing to like <laughs> Talk about in bed Yeah him And you just fucked Who's my best friend Right And then the other thing is He told her He was like <laughs> He goes I'm so sorry He goes I like a real hairy rig on a woman. Rig. (laughs) I love rig. (laughs) He called it a hairy rig.
2: Oh, my God. He
1: literally was like, and he was trying to be complimentary to her. He was like, oh, man, this is great. I really love a hairy rig. (laughs) Rig might be my favorite.
2: That is amazing. That is
1: so good, right? Yeah. And...
2: It's so, like, his engineer.
1: was... Ro- oh, God. Should I not say his name?
3: You should definitely not say his name. <laughs> I'm,
1: gonna say, I'm not going to say his first name. You can do, like... Didn't I'm you- going to say his last name because it's really... Choice. Okay. It's Smallwood.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so everything about this story is, like, literally the tragedy of being... <laughs> A twenty something year old woman that's like in Philadelphia and there's nobody Philadelphia. to fuck. That's, that's where game from yeah. this is like a forty-fifth and walnut fuck.
2: This Amazing. What's <laughs> to be proud of? What are, okay, what are what are
1: the fave slang names for, for dicks? You guys got any faves?
2: Hog is always funny to me. Hog. Uh schlong. Always good. I always
1: think Donger is Dong. hilarious because donger. it sounds so eighties. Yeah. Oh no, I just it could be really
2: like a character name in the eighties, donger.
1: Yes, yeah. It's like a nickname for a character in like yeah. a John Hughes movie. I always don't Schlong. like cock.
2: That's the one where really? I'm like, ugh.
1: Really? I yeah. kind of love cock. You love cock. cock. Is I love, I like cock
3: fine. of like a really?
2: meat package. Yeah. I
1: like cock and I like pussy. Like I feel. I like pussy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Those feel like the, like those are the bread and butter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also bread and butter. I prefer dick to cock. <laughs> I prefer dick to cock. Yeah. I don't know but why.
1: You, I think sounds kind of like cool and sexy. Like bit. if you were going to sexy talk, you would say yeah, dick like, over yeah, cock. Dick yeah. I would say cock. But cock to me
2: sounds
1: literally like a wrinkled meat wad. And I just a cock do not like it.
2: Sounds like a, like a rude guy. Like cocky, you know? Yeah. I'm just oh, like, okay. I don't want to give you that.
1: It just makes me think of like literally like a fat, short penis <laughs> wearing like right. pop collars. I just think That's of it what being cock sounds like very like. hard. So I'm like, yes, right. that one. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah.
1: Well, Wang I'll, is funny. Wang is funny. Because it's also so retro. Yeah. I just like the retro one. Yeah. <laughs> If it sounds like it could be applied to Burt Reynolds' dick, I
2: like
1: it. So, But I think Meat Wallet wallet. is tops. And Rig. Rig. rig,
2: I think Rig wins for me. The only thing I
3: can think of is just nuts, uh, which is the change purse, like for balls. Change purse. Change Change purse for balls. Yeah, that's my
2: favorite. I like that.
1: I don't know if I've heard that. That's great.
2: Yeah. It describes it.
1: It does. Um, <laughs> awesome! Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah! So oh my fun. God! Thanks for having us. We are sweating bullets here, I'm you guys. Quite I'm warm. So it's so today. hot in LA. And Gabe has a heart out for four twenty. <laughs> four twenty. So we gotta I wrap. Got a big dupe <laughs> <picture> <laughs> get to. We gotta wrap this puppy Cheech, chin,
2: up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys.
3: Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Uh, you guys, I hope you loved hearing Gabe and Daniel's love story as much as I did. So, so cute and sweet. I wish them many, many happy years uh, together. And um, it's going to be super sad when one of them dies. <laughs> LOL, Sophia. Um, just a reminder for you guys at home, follow us on all the socials at Pod. Bites with a Y, always with a Y. Email us your sex, love, and dating questions to uh, realitybitespod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And a friendly reminder to check out the new series, The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. You guys, this show is gonna be great. It's inspired by the women of Cosmo. I saw the pilot, I loved it. It follows these three 20-something babes as they cover sex, politics, and fashion at a women's magazine. It's such a fun show. There are lots of fun hookups. It's about friendship. It's awesome, so watch The Bold Type. Series premiere July 11th and Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Freeform. Check you guys next time.